0: Tell you the truth of God's those of you that are part of our joint online family, we want you to know we love we miss you. We hope to see you very soon in person because in person is incredible. Anything you ought to come next week on Monday, I will tell you, uh, your mama, whether it's heaven or on so earth, will be the happiest to see you in church in the house of the Lord. And if you happen to die by coming in, well, what better place to die than here? So uh, I hope that you'll be here. All right. Well, let's go to the Sermon on the Mount. I hope hoping you guys. But, uh, Sermon on the Mount. We are in the second half of the Lord's Prayer. We are continuing in this great series just a bit more time. To the disciples, to large group of people that day that had gathered on that spring day, Galilee was presided. They were given the most incredible teaching on the most important of all subjects of all history. Everything from how to be to how to God, everything from our family to our government. Jesus was just giving them the, truth the truth It was the truth. But you know, his we about it. it was just, you know, they had never in To this point in their lives, every prayer they you was heard, or either formal, theological, places, or empty, sounds again, word Jesus' words about speaking, all of which left the feeling empty to Even end. Said, but when Jesus spoke the of name, to the song and maybe more shortly, when he actually prayed, he all the whole world opened up with his hands. You really know how to connect with Father God. Then Jesus received a feeling More of a testimony the place over our request. We're saying the things that really touch the heart of God. That's what we want. We want to speak to God. We want to hear. The 60 and yet, to really to Maybe you're the you have been praying for all your life, and you're still you really feel like Oh, I, do. I will tell you, the Prayer is the prayer of a lifetime. Really, you never get to help God through the Greek people. This said, prayer, I will tell you, if you will explore the depths of it, it will absolutely understand be changed as you do that And teaching people the prayer, I tell you what, it is a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful thing to do. I love to know people, I love survivors. And the minister was standing in the of it. And it is a bus driver approached the gate and to you and said, Well, I understand you were a bus driver. The I've been fired housing, I believe I have found a person. you? see the hilltop? Again. The minister was standing there he heard all this and a big a little taller, thinking to himself, Yes, a bus it's not a place like that. This they <laughs> After at me, was a place like that. After a close gate, St. Peter says, "Well, I understand you were a minister. You see that shack over there in the valley? That's yours. Hardly got the words out of his mouth when the minister said, what are you? I was a minister. I do teach people about God. Why does that bus driver get a flamethrower? I only get sick. Sadly, St. Peter said, no. It seems that when you preach, people pray. but when that bus driver drove, people pray. <laughs> so, Paul, oh, please don't go to sleep on me this morning. I know a few drivers who will help you learn how to pray for zero. And I'm to ask that the next time you're in a car with a Mario Getti driver, you can have a car. Just say, I you thank you to so help us we get closer together. So that's what we're here for, is to teach us the life So we all about. Father, I thank you for teaching us Thank you for sitting with us so that we can know how to connect with you. You can follow that and so do we. Teach us. It would probably be called the disciples, because it is really a how it. to be a fully committed follower class, like the yeah. point, we get of Christ, which a disciple is. So, this morning, we're going to read Matthew chapter 6. We're going to do a public reading as we typically do. i choose to read it in parts, try to pronounce or with the great uh, emphasis and clarity that it really so we'll read the first nine, verse 13. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Read together, please. After this man therefore, pray Jesus, our Father, which in heaven, power, be thy name. I came to come, I will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our day of as we give us our death. As we prepare our death. lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Time is the kingdom, the power is the glory that ever is. You'll notice he begins by not saying, pray this word, but rather pray after this command. Use this as a time-safe tension. Now in these requests, revise this. The, three the first three kind of like the ten commandments, by the suggestion. The first three are related to God Himself. The second three, second part, about our own conduct. Now let's go back a little bit and see what we've learned so far about the parable. It begins with a preface. Our Father, return heaven. Praise the Lord. God is a personal God, but glory to God is we are part of a great global family. Our concerns are not just for ourselves. So, really, when we pray, we begin by saying, "Lord, I'm really thinking about not only myself, but everyone." Our our Father' relationship we have with God is not mere superficial. It's not just a connection with deity, but rather we are blood related to the wonderful sacrifice of Jesus Christ, our Father, in heaven. To have a loving deity, a related Father who really cares about us. and because he's in heaven, he sees everything. Because he's authentic, he knows everything. that's incredible. And so we begin with this understanding of a father God. Do you have that sense that He is your Father? That is so important to be given. Then there are three specific requests, god related. God's glory number one. His followers do that. Can you know, begin with setting the ground here. This is is. is the word. It's kind of a big old English word. It could have said holy, but they could have said sanctified, divided. But. but the translator chose so to give us that one word to college. Meaning, this is very special. As you can imagine, it's a the job. It's a holy And so we begin by buttering God up differently. I'm going to today out of absolute awe and wonderment at how great he is. And God gives us a filter to do that. Notice what it says, How are we to be thy His name is who he is. Isn't that wonderful that God has given us over 300 specimens? Some theologians Well, it's a sacred thing that's all the titles to God. But over 300 names of God in Scripture, they all Almighty, the Healer, the Provider, and so many other and so we begin by just saying, Oh, Jesus. Oh, how oh, could I mean, Just stop for you. minutes. Know, too it right? me, be I Let me see a long as you want, but just stop by saying, Lord, you know, great. You're, you're amazing. Oh, begin by power.' just. Fall in love and see God help, big And then maybe you won't feel so bad about asking for a big regret, a big request. Number two, for God's kingdom. First of all, we are going to hallow him to give praise. Number two, we're going to pray for his King. Number ten, thy kingdom come. Every affecting prayer begins with absolute commitment to ourselves. Notice it doesn't say, my kingdom. You start by saying, my kingdom. Everything that follows you solve, you're all is about your kingdom, not my kingdom. In my kingdom, I'm the king. In my kingdom, it's all about me. In my kingdom, is what I want to do. It's my kingdom, is what I want to do. It's my kingdom, it's do. It's not my kingdom. It's my kingdom. Your kingdom. My kingdom. Then I commit myself to yours. It doesn't preclude us from making these things. It's just that it's an intentional request, it's so that I can better serve thy like kingdom. It's like kingdom, but here's what I need to help that. What is the kingdom of God? Well, we know in the midst of the kingdom of God is this wonderful thousand year ring, and even bigger when God will literally rule on this world. That is God's kingdom. But in this time, in this era of living, God's eternal kingdom in his community. But this is not the millennium. There was a crackpot guy who was on the radio for a while, Two years ago, he used to say, we're in the millennium, right? I don't know. Wow. never want to see a person ever heard about it. This is not the millennium. Jesus said it's a spiritual kingdom, and it is a curse when we get born again. You remember what Jesus told Rabbi Nicodemus? To John chapter 3, verse 5. Except a man be born of Andy, the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is birthed in us, we're birthed into it, when we get born again. The He's also Paul talks about this, the kingdom of God really is. Chapter 14, verse 17. He said, The kingdom of God is not about ages, drinks, and pigs. The kingdom of the is Spirit, and the family, and this and that. Really, the kingdom of God is spiritual kingdom. It's about righteousness, it's about peace, it's about joy in the Holy Ghost. Folks, well, when you deal with the peace and joy of God, that's God's kingdom in your spirit. Little difference of the kingdom of God can be found in homes, marriages, and churches where you find that St. John's church is peace, the whole world, that's called peace and peace. Uh, really, when we are uh, concerned about the kingdom of God, essentially what we're saying is, Lord, I am sorry for the people who come into the a commitment so, uh, to the so people who come That is really what it means to be. Lord, I am here to be your church today. I want to say your kingdom. So we begin by my Halloween in We then go to our commitment to this Is that I can serve you. And then, third, how am I going to do that? Well, we do it by number three, God's will. That's it? That's my privacy. How is that done? So I will be done on earth. That's not always done on earth, but so I wish it was. Then, for me, it's going to be done on earth because I commit myself. The following of following your revealed will. I hope that's not super complicated. I know some people feel stressed out about it. knowing the will of God, but well, 99% of knowing the will of God is just following the truth. God will give you some more Holy Ghost you know, texts or words now and then. I'm sure well. But for the most part, just get him the word, follow it, or you'll be amazed. And so that will give to tell you. It's pretty much. There is a commitment to following God's will. Really. It is joyously. Um, oh, so, it is getting to follow Scripture. The joy of my life is to follow the Word of God. so, the first three requests then are just focusing on the Lord His witness and His praise His kingdom. That's commitment to. Whatever the Bible says, that's what we're going to do. Then we follow it that's what we did. to the point. We are so very human. God made us that way. He made us with emotions and thoughts. He made us with physical he still needs. He don't need him have to do our life Sometimes we just to do this. Why do I have to go to sleep? There's so much to do. There's so much I want to accomplish. Why does God make you wait, you know, six, seven, eight hours a day? It's, it's, it's a but I don't know. He just built his need. He built the need for emotional connection, physical connection, love. And God, through all these things, he built us not with problems, but a need. He took to So we are very... I think one of the reasons we did that is so that we can depend on it. And so, number four, then, we begin our new outlook today, and that is for our needs. God wants us to pray for our needs. That's His provision. Verse number 11. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, it would be nice, wouldn't it? If we didn't worry about money, please, we did have to worry about food or getting food a place to live. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all we had to do was just sit down all day, read our Bible, commune with God, and listen to worship music? Wouldn't it be good if all we had to do was just think about God all the time? But the reality is, we are flesh and blood, very much so, and we have very physical needs. that we live in a physical world. I think mean, sometimes we, in our effort to be so spiritual, which clearly is good we forget that God is just as concerned about our physical life as our spiritual life. Yes, we ought to prioritize our connection And the spiritual life, but it doesn't mean that we should forget our physical life. God wants us to have good food, good rest, he wants us to enjoy ourselves. He wants us to have a good physical life. All these things work together. In fact, I'm convinced that spiritually speaking, our well-being is intrinsically tied to our physical well-being. Absolutely perfect. A Bible teacher I heard explain this with a wonderful, authentic illustration of a writer of horse. My spirit soul has inner is the real one is the thing. My body is my horse. Now if I'm gonna get to my destination for serve God, I've got to take care of heart. my dear soul is just being taken by my body. It's the horse. My soul is the rail. The hope this prayer is taking care of the horse so that we can get to the place so we can see is needed to well. Notice what Jesus said. He said, I want you to try for bread now. I'm not just speaking about just bread, although it does include bread. And it's even more than food. Many commentators realize that the idea here that bread is. all kinds of meat. you all kinds of meat. calf, yeah, but goat and lamb and oxen and sheep and venison in and out double-double burgers and, I mean, it's amazing within the Bible. God wants us to be willing to pray for all of us. Now, for all of us, I need you. I need you. So, way back, way off, those are deal with many huge. Now it's a little smaller, so all the way about the same size. cost where we have a lot smaller. If maybe our physical constitution, or our own physical size, a bigger person, a smaller person. Maybe our medical needs, our age, or the area we live. My point is this: there are innumerable the of types of foods and physical weapons. We can ask God for. Well, there's no one, and I think it's true that there's no one specific way that we have to eat. God doesn't describe that one way to eat. It's innumerable the amount of things that would be approved by God. However, there is one proviso in to be considered, and that is to be that which is a specific, acceptable and lawful. But Sometimes it may not be the most expedient thing for my life. And so let's look at a passage. Let's look at chapter 10. This is an amazing passage of Christianity. All Paul explains that not everything that is truthful is always a wise choice. All things are lawful, Now, don't go down the line of the anti-discrimination and say that means that anything we want to do is Christian. okay. That's not what i I not but all things are not exceeding. Just to say, he's not saying there's no reason. What he's referring to is this: that anything that's lawful, anything that's moral, it's certainly okay. But just because it's biblical and just because it's lawful, just because it's moral, it still doesn't mean it's the right choice at that particular time. That's what he's saying. It may not be exceeded for But reason. It not be the best way. Is that great old chapter, chapter 30. The unknown author, we don't know anything about, the Azure, is the, of the As said it a is um, the this, great press, Proverbs chapter 30, says, Hey, remove from me vanity and two things. Listen to this. Give me neither poverty nor riches. I don't need them to to I don't you that Easy, food is essential. Whatever. Anything simple. That which is complete, working That working set. That was is a good fit That which is just for my specific body, my specific area, my specific area, my gender, whatever, just my taste one. So the reality is there are some stations in life well where actually you need to have a little bit of the upgraded situation, upgraded home, a great car, a, hall, a, hall, a, hall, a, hall, a food, etc. But there's also the opposite. There are many places that you're a missionary or third world country where if you live too upgraded, it may not be the best. You to be so cheap. And so in some cases, as Heather said, it's better to have... Well, because is some cases, it's actually better have poverty. So whatever the case is, I want it to be fit. That's why I'm asking for the food. Now let's look at what let every part of little request is. give us this day our daily bread. here A clear reminder that we should remember everything we have and ultimately comes from God And who does? He gives me the praise that I have tomorrow to do anything. He gives me the strength that I have. He gives me the opportunity. He is the one who gives myself. I help me the praise. All I work hard truth is who Him his gives it all. Number two, it says, he gives bread. He must say, they are daily bread. Well, just asking for something simple. Bread, that is very really simple. They can eat although. The folks around here make bread. Oh, I'm sorry, this is just amazing. Wonderful. But this bread is not especially the, you know, officer sort of life. We're talking about just bread. And I'm willing, Mark, if you want to get me just bread to live as freely as you can live to. Our bread. I'm not asking for bread out of other people's mouths. I'm not asking for their bread. I'm not asking. Lord, I'm not covetous so far of their car or their house. Whatever you give them is great. But Lord, you have my bread. What is my bread? Give us this day our daily bread. Give us all the message every day to have a heart of compassion for of God, this is so I can serve others. Give us this day. This is not our. Once a week, uh, I just uh, got a baby, I You know what I'm a for once a month as long as I have nothing better to do, over the first so time we No, it's a living, constant, daily, expectation job I need to do so the faith be a The great that in the early period. I was the father, father of Great quote that I'll give it to you. Attempt so, great things for God and expect great things from God. What's a great thing? Oh, well, a great thing is something that comes from my goodness. I'm going to expect it daily. God, I thank you for your concern about my daily existence. Isn't it wonderful that God cares about us? We want to get to our destination at right time. Number five, the fifth request is for our forgiveness. Kids, pardon us. For God us our deaths as we forgive our dead. The late Sunday grandmother said, a lot of the psychologists told us this 70% of the people in mental hospitals in England would be released in a day if they could just simply find a system. The problem with a bad conscience, they could simply hang on to the and kill the they lived. Forgiveness has always been you're going to be oh. So Jesus attacked this problem right on. And he said, if you want to get rid of guilt and shame and the problem that's bad, to it. I'm telling you, the answer is forgiveness. But notice the word that he used. He uses the word debt to give us our debt. Now, the first thing that people would ask about this often is is God referring to a financial obligation? Well, so, that's not what he's referring to. What I can say, as a youth can say, that a debt could be the case of some way. That is, that it's not 100% secured or collateralized, it would qualify as to a certain amount of God or a potential God. And that would be a quote from biblical. But what God is speaking about here is not a financial debt, a penance from biblical one. But what God is talking about here is an obligation of sin. That's really what he would be referring to. Now, there are actually five major words in the New Testament for sin. Yeah. Let me go over it very quickly. No part of it, uh, about the about these Greek words, like what I have uh, always been around so for there is the Greek word homotheos, homotheos is the word for sin, it's the word used word, it means missing the object, it is actually an object, the idea is we're sitting in the middle the target, but we miss it, either fall short, go on the side, Now. In that regard, some people's arrows go through the others. Now, you might be a real good shooter at getting real close to the, the bullseye, but no human has ever hit the bullseye like Jesus has. We miss the mark. That's why Romans 6 23 says to all have sinned. The second word is parabasa. The second Greek word for sin is parabasa, meaning the human transgression is. Breath or breath. If he was stepping across the line, crossing the boundary. why did the wrong? Jesus first answered me in Matthew 15 and he said, why are you a this? Why are you such why, why are you going across the line when you know God's word? The third word is homie. Homie is a holy word. It is an author. as an iniquity. It is based on the last word law. The idea is that of the law It's anything that just says, I don't want anybody telling me what it is. I don't want God telling me what they're I don't want my parents. I do that. It is an uh, awe. It is somebody who doesn't like the law of yeah. God. The fourth word is, I don't it is used to offend. It's really more of an offense, unintentional, but it's maybe more just touches up with the idea that in the moment you just blow it and you weren't intending to do it, but it still fits, but you blew it. It's an offense to just it falls, you just slip and fall and you don't do the right thing. The fifth word, and that's really what we're trying to get to, is the word death. The word is. Oh, believe it. It's an interesting word. Actually, five times as many for the word money dad, 25 times as a moral debt. The idea is that sin is something we owe God. Sin yeah, is something we owe God. And even like a financial debt, it have a 31 year old lady in Chicago, that the Price of a Chicago, caught up with this. On her unpaid taxes. She has 677 tickets. They billed her for over $100,000 to be exact $105,761.80. Now, apparently, she had sold her car to a deadbeat relative. That relative didn't change the title and then ended up abandoned it as one of those outlying parking box that the And for whatever reason, they never told it away. They just kept putting tickets on it, I'll say one thing, folks, little things can add up, and the idea here is that things can add up and get it to sin adds up, sin adds up. It's a debt. Forgive us. Pardon us. Folks, well, this is God's. Yeah, God said, I will take care of that. Notice what it says, forgive us, I guess. We're all in the same boat. Nobody sins, and nobody else says. No so, folks, we all sin. I'm glad to announce that God has a way to get rid of that. The Old Testament, the plainer prophet Micah, like, captured it beautifully. What he said in Micah 7, verse 19, that will cast it. all of our sins into the men, of death of the saints. Jesus wonderfully and beautifully illustrated by the cultural concept of Today, when you hear about foot walking, it's more of the parable. that fact, it wasn't a parable. It cool. was an actual thing they did. I right, said you could walk over dusty roads and You're going, going to go inside the house, and you're going to at the table. And, you know, all that greasy, grimy, dirty, muddy, and rusty, feet." So, in John chapter 13, verse ten, there's a little situation that occurs. So, uh, the disciple says, well, you're not going to wash my feet. Jesus. Well, I'm going to wash your feet. Well, you know what I mean? The disciple says, well, then wash me totally. And Jesus gives this great answer in it. What you what we're talking about? John 13, verse 10, Jesus says unto him, Jesus is washed." He's not saying to wash his feet. If once he's been walked, you don't need to get a with Just wash to see That's all we're talking about. He is clean everywhere. Hallelujah. Aren't you so much glad that you are clean everywhere? Every bit of me has been walked by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am clean everywhere. <laughs> I love this piece. Ye are clean, but not all. Now, he's you have been given substantial forgiveness the day that you accepted Christ to be Your spiritual body was washed, your sins were buried in the deepest deep, end. and so for now, all we're talking about is to restore our painful relationship with opportunity. There is substantial forgiveness, which you're getting saved, but there is parental forgiveness, which is getting to the The little boy is out in the yard, like, like the little boy is it. He is covered from head to toe with dirt and blood. The father sees his son. If the boy is going to be allowed back in the house, that father is going to go out there into the yard with a hose that he lost The father was not respecting his son, Folks, if you want to spend time in God's presence and in His house, you've got to give some Positional forgiveness needs no repetition. Practical forgiveness has to be repeated often. Listen, folks, somewhere in our prayers, we must stop and face the fact that we might have a particular if it It might be small, but it has up. God, I am sorry about it. My terrible attitude, I'm sorry for my feelings, I'm sorry for what I've done there. Oh, God, I just pray this it. it is not a prayer of salvation, it's of it is a prayer of judgment. You will between my soul and the Savior. Not of this world to lose this grace. I have run out all sinful pleasures. Jesus takes my spirit and to my I think he my soul and the Savior so that his blessing Nothing any belief in the way through, the wakers. Notice what this verse continues to say. It says, Father in heaven? Oh, I owe a debt to the Father in heaven. Don't keep heed, every action, every attitude. I don't think this so mercy will somehow protect you God. Don't imagine getting up in the middle of the night and looking at your father. Whatever God Don't imagine that somehow God doesn't see that. He's seen even the innocent of the heart, the heart of find And that's why in verse 12 it says, Forgive us our debt. But then it says something interesting as we forgive our debt. Now, just a clarification this is not saying, I deserve, God, to be the answer to answer me because I forgive it. It's not a declaration of how great we are. Nor is it saying we deserve to be. You our prayers, because we're so This is a declaration of an intent never to retaliate. Lord, I will never retaliate against my enemies. I will never take vengeance after a fight. i it is the of every grudge to God. It is refusing to get bigger because all those things are welcome to God. The sad fact of is maybe the that Jesus will let a $50 of out of the love of God that he has for their souls. The father came home and walked into the living room house. His little son and daughter were having a fight with other sisters. He had fought with his brothers and sisters who were born after the They were having a row. The little daughter was on the other side. He saw that and he came in. Even if she was in trouble, but right away he crocodile. she took some fish crocodiles in there. She kept her on. Daddy, Daddy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We should have been fighting. I'm so sorry, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. Before long, he was in, he was in his arms. Hugging his neck. That old poor staff fell for it. Those my head. He was looking at his mind. So, i little daughter, he really is just. He just got such a good spirit about this. I'm sure. I don't need to touch it. Just then, he looked out of the corner of his eye, and what he saw, he was hugging his neck, and all the while, he was picking some out of at his old brother over there. I think that's exactly what God has saying. it up. he said, You cannot come and suppose and start hugging the neck of God, and all the while, picking your touch for you. people. And if you want to have a close relationship with God, to answer the prayer, you need to say, All things to God. And then finally, there's one little thing for our future, for our needs, for our forgiveness, for our victory. God protects us. Thank God he is a protecting God. Verse 13. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the Lord. I'm with the kingdom the power, the glory forever. Prayer. Is our greatest equipment. also establish some kind sort of prayer of our future. There is no greater thing in my life that I'm to is greater than the prayer that I get. Now, we probably should investigate my kinds of to be a success for people. That is an area of temptation. Are you concerned about? could over oh, you may not be tempted to go out and take a and do that something like that. But there are many other things that i wonder if we're concerned to not be reminded into that much of people. Oh, God, help me. if you think over you know that? I heard about a man doctor, who doctors was doctor. to watch us this like and the consciousness of thought of I'm just wondering if you could do you know, something you could do to help me. The, the doctor said, Well, if you are looking for something that is strengthened to his willpower? He said, Oh, actually, I was hoping to give him something to some weaken my conscience. <laughs> and I'm afraid that's what so many of us, when I'm really wanting to be holy, we're just wanting something to kind of stab our conscience. That's not what this prayer is about. This prayer is about, Lord, I want to be holy, I want to do the right thing. I want to be a fixer and I'm not a fixer word for the is, notice what it says. i the praying people for a little Lead us not into temptation. What? Pastor, seriously, explain that. What are we talking about? Lead us not into temptation? Are you saying that God sometimes leads people into temptation? You mean know, I'm not only fighting my flesh, but the world I'm fighting God. Thank, Thank the Lord, he does whatever lead us into temptation. James Galilee said in chapter 1, verse 13, the Lord gives us a He himself is be tempted to move. What does this mean? It really means to lead me out of temptation. I know, God, you're not the source of. words to I like, don't fall. We need to take it. three ways. Number one, we need to okay, rest. More, more Have you ever felt like this? If I was a better person, I don't think I'd be tempted. I don't feel that way. Because in that, sometimes the more seriously you are at falling, the more sin this seems to kind of jump on you. It's true. Look at how to Jesus in Luke chapter four. In Luke chapter four Jesus was full of oh, the Holy Ghost. I'm not talking, I'm not saying unspiritual, so he was spiritual. And when he returned from Jordan, he was led by the Spirit. He was led to be tempted by the devil. Okay. fact of the matter is, Jesus Jesus of all the the most holy spiritual one that's ever been. The fact of the matter is, the fact that we're tempted is very human, even spiritual. In fact, sometimes even more because the devil knows if he can make a strong ball, he can get all the way down. In this prayer, what we're saying is, "Lord, direct me from these things. I don't Lord, keep me from these things. I don't know if I can handle this. It is returning to the presence of God and saying, "Lord. Please, however, lead me into a situation that it is it's impossible to be. At least I would you to resist. God, I ask you to be a safe God service. Be the Apostle Paul, all of us incredible new apostles. Be how easy it was to fall. In verse 10, verse 10, verse 12, let us, we'll, let, we'll let him, we'll let him, make it easy to say, we'll let We not only need direction, we need the for, for Pete, but deliver us, Father, there me from the temptation of the cross. But if it's your will to allow me to go in the cross, then I ask you to protect me through the If you're not going to deliver from it, at least deliver me through it. I think it would have been nice if Daniel you know, could have avoided those lions' men altogether. But, while he was in the line of this, he didn't need protection of it. He needed protection in it or through it. And I think that's what we're saying here. We're saying if I'm in the middle of this stuff, I just not gonna go away, it's hard to be the into success. not only need a wrap of deliverance, we need the power of God. We need the dynamite of God. Verse thirteen, but I am the king that the power. All I need the power. God, to be born. you don't have to fear. You don't have to fall. You don't have to faint. Thank God. You don't have to believe you've got a accomplish He is the crown of our victory. because he says in verse 13, John said, Greater is he, First John four four Greater is he than in you. to see. Notice what it says Here's where the power lies. Lord, I pray that you'll just see they and went to the common power. To see how they produce the power. That was that before the whole solid the owl people canceled all these great Wonderful, helpful fulfillment. This man led to that atomic power plant to find out how they could produce so. you power. know what he found out? You don't produce the power, they only release the power that's already in the air. You know that. And friend, if you and I don't produce power, we don't have right? the of strength, it's all we just release the truth of God into our life. And that's the prayer. He is saying, God, release your dynamite, release your nuclear, huge power in my life. God, just release your strength. And it ends with my glory. This great doxology and worship. Lord, it's all for your glory. All for your glory. Every prayer answered will be for your glory. To you, all Then let talk. about looking at that final word. amen. That's a Christian word. Nobody else says amen. That is a uh, beautiful uh, people today, one with uh, today. other today. We are talking about the word being or or so Or I affirm this, or I pray to be Amen. You know, at the end of the God's church, those are Back in the day, it was very successful. in don't believe churches. It was very common. So, uh, very hearty amen at the end of prayer, especially. And at a time of the church's preaching prayer, somebody, uh, you know, said, Oh so be it, amen. I was just hope I was blind and, and it did that have success. i tell you that. Amen. You know, it'd be all right with me to support that it because we just saying, God, that's your word, that's true, I agree with that. May it be so in my life it's not just So we be, we end with amen. Be so be it all of this Lord, to use be all the time. All, with you. all, with you. all is all the power one of my heroes, I have four that I say really heroes of faith. There are other heroes that have so much to do, and I'm late to My dad, was a first and foremost, Dr. John Allwright on was one of a few a few years ago, and I was my Dr. Zach Iles, who uh, was a powerful fulfillment of great uh, in my first place I served at, Dr. David Those four, one of them, Dr. John Rice, was known as the late, uh, was known as the 26th teaching it's really in the sphere of the late Holland show. you ever read any Holland show, it's just in John, John Rice. John Rice this. I love you. Such a great That's what we're He said it. He said, I'm a Christian. These Christians are going to go to heaven someday and open up the covers See, All these amazing things to Christmas that they never bothered to ask for. God has a just sinister and He is willing to give this. but we never ask for or we don't ask in the way that God can with it. Take it simply, place it over your lips. It might take more than three minutes in the morning way and rush it if I take five or ten, that's okay. Get up early and go to bed so get up to a few minutes earlier. Lay this over you and say, oh God, I don't want to get to heaven. I don't want to see all the things I do it. We hope you enjoyed listening to the preaching and teaching from God's Word today. You can get more information about our church and about starting a relationship with Jesus Christ at www.thehomechurch.net. From all of us here at The Home Church in Lodi, California, thank you for joining us.